I think the shit's about to hit the fan. Who wants to get funky tonight? Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. Ask me if I give a shit. <laughs> everybody welcome to another episode of the silver emulsion podcast my name is will and with me steven again <laughs> yes yeah, surprise surprise yeah, who, who knew i'd be here this time yeah so today we're talking about a movie from 2008 a co-production of between hong kong and mainland china uh, directed by Wilson Yip, starring Donnie Yen. It's a movie called Ip Man. <clears throat> Did you know anything about the man, Ip Man? Uh, no, I just kind of heard that he was training Bruce Lee or something. And yeah. And that's really it. And <laughs> I think I've heard of the movies before, like Netflix was like, hey... Ip Man movies. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they got real popular here. Yeah, they were kind of a, a big thing on yeah. Netflix for a little bit. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and kept watching whatever I was watching at the time. Right, right. But, yeah, so it's I just kind of heard of them. I know you'd, you'd done a review of them. I thought you said, like, the first one was good and the second one was kind of crap. But The second one is... I don't particularly like it as a movie, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of dope fights. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, there, there's a lot of things that I like about that movie. Overall, it's just um, not a great movie, and it kind of tarnishes the legacy a bit, mm-hmm. I feel. Because I feel like this movie is a good, you know, it's a solid movie. It's trying to be a respectable film. And uh, the second one is more <laughs> exploitative, mm-hmm. uh, I feel. Jeez. But I haven't seen it since whenever the fuck those reviews went up at the very beginning of the site. Oh, okay. They're that old. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, because um, I did the first one, and then Uncle Jasper did part two. So it was when he was on the site, which was the first year. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it was a while ago. And that's the last time I saw this one as well. Oh, okay. So it's, it's been a while then. It has been a while. Um, I don't know what we're, there, there's now three of them. I haven't seen the third one. Okay. Uh, in part because I feel like it's probably going to be more like the second, more exploitative, um, in part because Mike Tyson is in it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like actual Mike Tyson, yes. or he's a character. No, no. A- okay. Well, he might play himself. I don't fucking know. I but actual Mike Tyson is in it. He fights Donnie Yen. That's all I really know about the third one. Um, and that was enough for me to be like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> 
And they're uh, currently in production for Ip Man 4. Um, There's a few other movies about him as well that came out after the success of this Donnie Yen movie, the first one. Uh, So it's kind of a... He's like the new folk hero for Hong Kong. Yeah, you'd kind of mentioned that when we were first talking about it. And it kind of made me think, after watching this one, like, what would happen, like... A couple hundred years from now, and they make a movie about this guy. You know, you're yeah. thinking of things like like the Monkey King and how that's become yeah. this. Like, I'm thinking like, how would Ip Man be this like fantasy wuxia hero kind of a character? Yeah, no, I I <laughs> would love to. See I could that, see yeah. it from this movie like that being kind of he's kind of given this uh, kind of legendary right, status. Yeah, I could yeah. see that being exaggerated and growing into a full-blown wuxia I hope, jumping off of walls and yeah. rooftops and things. Kind of. I would love to see it go there. <laughs> I hope they do. Let's hope that it's in my lifetime, because I don't think I'm going to be around 200 years from now. Yeah, it's uh, pretty unlikely at this point. But, but you never know. I mean, I might... Yeah, it, I might. Uh, they might make that miracle pill tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow? Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 Shit, yeah. I only have half a day left to wait. <laughs> this is awesome. Who knew? <laughs> you just have to give your entire life savings to Pfizer, and that's all. Oh, man. <laughs> well, they ain't getting much for that whole life uh, <laughs> immortal immortality pill. It doesn't cost much, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so it's, it's become kind of he's the folk hero kind of thing. Um the the other major folk hero of of uh Hong Kong is Wong Fei Hung and they've been making movies about him since I don't know the forties. Hmm. Um late forties, maybe early fifties is the first Wong Fei Hung movie. And uh so what is that? Like almost seventy sixty, seventy years of Wong Fei Hung filmmaking and they have definitely made Wuxia tinged <laughs> Wong Fei Hung <laughs> movies, so I don't think that that's uh, too outside of the possibilities. All right, we'll look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how well people would receive it. Uh, I would receive it well. I think you would receive it well. Yeah, yeah but I but mean, uh, it's maybe a little too fresh in, in yeah. history to really uh, get it away from people's emotional attachment yeah i th- i just there's a fondness for the 70s um bruce lee imitation movies the bruce exploitation movies right they made a lot of movies with a lot of people who kind of maybe not really look like bruce lee <laughs> <laughs> um and for a fan of martial arts, there's usually a fondness for oh, the Bruce exploitation movies. And so now they're making a lot of Ip Man movies, and then the term Ip exploitation became a thing. Oh, they're oh, making wow. all these, <clears throat> these Ip Man movies. But it was, I always saw it um, being talked to in a negative light like, oh, another Ip Man movie. Ah, oh, Ip exploitation. Well, this is ridiculous. And uh, I was, I don't know, I was kind of. Uh, I don't. I wasn't necessarily like that, but um, I definitely had a feeling like, well, Donnie Yen is Ip Man, and these <laughs> movies that don't have Donnie Yen, like, 
what is the point of them? <laughs> and then I watch them, and they're fucking great. <laughs> and I I think that they're better than the second Ip Man movie with Donnie Yen. So hmm. they're more respectful, anyway, of the legacy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Ip Man, the, the movie that we are supposed to talk about. Yeah, it was kind of throwing me in terms of, like, visually what time period it or it was made in not when it takes place in but okay because it's definitely got film grain it's with it's not digitally filmed or yeah i don't i don't know know if it's film or not i noticed a lot of film grain in it well yeah you visually it looks like a modern film yeah but then it's got all this film grain right i was noticing all these scenes where i was like this there's a lot of film grain in this shot and i'm like this is weird. Like, and so it was just like throwing me of when was this film made kind yeah. of a thing. So you said 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, after I would think most studios were using digital filming instead of. Yeah. Prob- that was probably more like the turning point where like half of people are using it and half people are not. Okay. So I don't know about Hong Kong. I like. Yeah, they might have been doing more i know now they do a lot of digital but i don't know about back then then. i don't know i watched it on netflix the the instant streaming and it's Mm. not an hd stream it's just a regular and so i didn't see any film grain (laughs) (laughs) so to me it kind of was like i don't know it's digital i guess i don't i yeah i didn't really think about it guess you gotta check out the blu-ray yeah yeah i'll have to i I was definitely going wow film grain but like but this (laughs) looks so modern it doesn't look like something from the era i would associate with film grain right it was uh yeah no most movies like a like a ghibli film they tend to throw me on time too because they're so well animated yeah that uh, they seem very modern but at the same time, their character designs are the same style they've been using since the 80s. That's true, so yeah, yeah. They have this very odd... So in the 80s ones, I think, oh, man, this doesn't look like an 80s film at all because it's way too fluidly animated. Yeah. And then a newer film would be like, wow, this doesn't look like a modern film at all. They, they look like <laughs> 80s characters, and it's just like... It's funny. So it, it always makes me con- like not identify the time immediately, which yeah. I can usually pin it down to a decade or so. It, just at a glance of just being like oh that looks like a 90s anime or that looks like a yeah they are kind of out of time they're in their own timeline yeah (laughs) it's like they're their own thing yeah and this this movie kind of hit me in that similar way of it was just like it it looks like it's in like the new millennium yeah 2000 era films but it's like so grainy and (laughs) like it could be a 90s film like i don't know (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, it's shot fairly modern, like though I don't know. I don't know. It just feels so, like, co-production era modern to me. I don't even consider like that it would be '90s. But I already know the year, so yeah, I'm already like thinking about that. But that's that's kind of what it was because I was just visually and everything. It just kind of screamed modern at yeah, me. Yeah. It's like, you know, having watched like the old 70s stuff, it's like it looks nothing like an old... No, so it, it I mean, really doesn't. So I was just like, this this is really throwing me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it, got to be modern. It's like, it's got to be... Yeah, it's it just... I just didn't think the film grain, the, the raw film was used instead of digital, so... 
yeah up that by that late and so yeah i, I mean well yeah i don't know about hong kong but definitely certain directors in the u.s are still using film uh, depending on the movie um, tarantino still shoots film and mm. christopher nolan is uh, all of his movies are film i don't know who else i can't think of anybody else off the top of my head but hmm. there are movies that are still film you know i'm thinking of the like the nolan films i don't recall noticing grain in it anywhere well yeah I don't know. Maybe I just didn't notice it or think about it, but yeah, and that could. I mean, it depends. The film grain depends on the stock that is right. used, and a lot of the advances in stock um, over the last probably fifteen years or so, whatever. Like I fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> but in the this modern era of film, a lot of the advances are to reduce the amount of grain seen, mm. which to me defeats the purpose because part yeah. of the, the greatness of film is the grain. Um, but if they use like a... Um, it's about the amount of silver that's in the actual film. Mm. Um but like lower grade things like eight millimeter or 16, those are always higher grain and stuff. I don't know. So like whatever stock they were using in Hong Kong for this particular movie, I mean, they could have chosen it specifically because it's set in the thirties. Right. To give like, it an older look. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know offhand, hmm. but uh, yeah. And uh, speaking of Wong Fei Hung, the the little township that they're in, Foshan, that is mm-hmm. also where Wong Fei Hung is from. Oh well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> like, Wong Fei Hung, real guy, lived in the town, born I think in that town, and so from his legacy, because he was in like the eighteen hundreds, like probably. I don't know, off the t- mid 1800s, something like that, mm. to early 1900s or so. So then by the 30s, like now, you know, he's this grand martial artist that everybody knows. His father was a great fucking martial artist and whatever. And so now the town has become, become known for martial arts. And so there's all these schools. Everybody comes there. They want to learn the okay. fucking Wong Fei Hung, Hungar and stuff. Um, but... Ipman uh, practices Wing Chun. Yeah. You know anything about Wing Chun? Um, not beyond what they <laughs> say in the movie. <laughs> apparently invented by a woman or something. It was. It was one of the. <clears throat> at, at one point, when 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 they burned down one of the Shaolin temples the the first time, there was a nun who escaped. And the legend, there's no written records of this, um, so it's all oral history, and they don't know exactly if this is true or not, but it makes a good story. Mm-hmm. The When she left the temple, she met a teenage girl who was being forced to marry some guy that she didn't like. Mm-hmm. And so in, so the, the, the nun, the abbess or whatever, she said, well, I'm going to distill my kung fu knowledge down into a style that you can use effectively 
without possessing a lot of physical strength. Mm. And so she taught this to the girl. The girl's name was Wing Chun. Okay. And <clears throat> then she taught her husband, and then it kind of descended down from there. And they made a movie in the 90s uh, starring Michelle Yeoh. Uh, and Donnie Yen is also in the movie. Little um, <clears throat> and it's uh, some movie that we're going to watch at some point. It's called Wing Chun, one of my favorites. Uh, so we'll watch it at some point, and it, they kind of cover <laughs> that part of the origin story of the, the art. All right, cool. Um, so I don't know. What, what, what should we talk about with this movie? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It it seems like there should be a lot to talk about, but oh yeah, but I don't know what. You don't know what? Oh, okay. It just seems like it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of a a history lesson, I guess. I don't it know how is. accurate it is to history. I am curious how much it dramatizes things and how much it's well. The Japanese definitely invaded China. Right, that part for sure. Sino-Japanese War was this was the second one. Right, it definitely happened and, and led they, into World War Two and yeah. yeah, and they 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 occupied the town like they do in the movie, and they, you know, the the food shortages and stuff like that that happened, and the. At the end of the movie, the exodus to Hong Kong happened. The second movie is in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. um, which is another reason why it's kind of cool. <laughs> 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 but um, but it's not a great movie. Anyway, I don't have to say that every time I mention the second <laughs> one. But um, I know that Ip Man worked as a policeman in real life. Mm. And in okay. the movie... He's just basically like a rich guy that practices kung fu and doesn't do anything. Yeah, it kind of never really went into anything about him other than right. Like at first, I thought he was like running one of the schools, like all the other yeah. martial arts masters. But then it's just kind of like, nah, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, he's <laughs> so just it's like, what do you what do you do, dude? You just sit in that mansion. What where the hell yeah. did this come from? He just sits in the mansion <clears throat> smoking. Just kind of pondering things, practicing, working on the... Occasionally uh, teaching some guy who comes in and challenges him. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and, and so they kind of... For, uh, I think it's to hit home the point later when the Japanese have occupied the town and then he has to go get a job. Like, right, yeah. He yeah. has to be like, oh, I've never had a job before, and then he's shoveling coal and stuff. I don't know what exactly the point is but they didn't want to involve a policeman <laughs> story i guess except he kind of runs into the police at one point yeah i'm like trying to break up this gathering i guess of, yeah yeah where they're getting upset at each other and, and he knocks the revolver <laughs> yes uh, well the the actual the drum knocks it out of the gun just right boom. Because, yeah, the guy says, well, you know, what good is Kung Fu? I have a gun. (laughs) He's just like, boink. (laughs) In the right hands and the right knowledge, uh, Kung Fu is very useful. Yeah. And I do kind of see that as kind of a, I'm not sure I get exactly where they're going with it, but there was that kind of a theme running through it. Yeah. You have the other martial arts master who gets shot 
by the, the Japanese guy at the tournament. Oh, yeah. And then he goes and tries to shoot it man at the end as well. And, and so there's this this distinction between the gun and the martial arts. Yeah. And it's a it kind of is a common thing in Hong Kong movies that involve the gun era. Mm-hmm. It comes up specifically the one that I remember is Once Upon a Time in China, the mm-hmm. Wang Feihong movie that's kind of wuxia tinged. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones, anyway, because Jet Li kind of does little flying kicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of gun stuff in that. I don't specifically want to mention what it is mm-hmm. and how it plays out, even though it's fucking badass. Cool. We'll get to because that. I imagine yeah. at some point we'll watch it, and I don't want to spoil anything. Right, right. But guns play into that one. That one's more like 1800s, though. Yeah. So. Muskets Different kinds of shit. guns, yeah. but still guns. Right. Uh, yeah. So that that comes up. Yeah, I think a lot. So there's there's definitely like just illustrating like the change. It's definitely like it shows him at the beginning his first fight with the other guy who has a sparring match with him, and he's all like just kind of playing it nice. Yeah. I would say where he's like does the whole like rapid punch but he's not actually connecting right right he's just like yeah good practice match dude like you know and then and then you get the contrast of that with the against the japanese guys where he's just beating the shit out of him he's so pissed like there's this breaks that one dude's fucking leg (laughs) yeah like oh man that was really freaking harsh right looking right there like they they did a really good job like holy crap that guy's legs like all backwards and shit right I'm not sure how they did that from a special effects standpoint. But yeah, I don't know. I never really considered it until just now. I was starting to think about it. Like, I don't know. Looks like he just freaking bent the dude's leg backwards. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, it's Hong Kong. Yeah, it maybe they probably they... just broke the guy's <laughs> leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're going to give you this uh, pay. We're just going to break your leg on camera. <laughs> If it was the 80s or the early 90s, I might <laughs> be inclined to think that was true. <laughs> 2008, I don't think that's happening. Although, meh, you never know. Uh, <laughs> no, they probably didn't do it. But there were a lot of like these slow-mo shots where it like shows them hitting the guy. And yeah. You like, see his face all just distorting. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that guy actually really got it. I mean. Yeah, stuff like that. They, yeah. People are getting hit. Yeah, gotta, you know, gotta take one for the for the movie. Yeah, I recall <laughs> there, there was some movie I watched a while back, and it had like outtakes of like the martial arts scenes where it would just show like I the the actors doing them and then like actually getting hit. Like, oh crap! <laughs> it was like <laughs> it like wasn't supposed to happen, or they'll yeah. like, be doing something and bang their head on the scenery or something. <laughs> just like, oh, and it just kind of made me realize, like, holy crap, these guys are really like just out there doing it. It's not, yeah, like they're really risking themselves on this. And yeah, fucking <laughs> wait till you see some of these crazy Jackie Chan stunts, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. There's one where they're fighting on a fucking rooftop, and this building is like, I don't know, 50 fucking stories. (laughs) And he's literally, like, dangling off the fucking edge of this building, and he, like, 
there's this one part where he falls onto the lip of the thing where like <laughs> to the side is a 50 fucking story drop and he's like laying on this thing and like fucking dodging <laughs> shit it's crazy Jesus. and the way they shoot it is like over kind of overhead so you can see the drop <laughs> it's <Man>. nuts <laughs> some uh, of that jackie shit is just like yeah, insane I mean, and you're like oh my god he's fucking doing that yeah i think he's uh, too old for that shit now but yeah, man back then huh Hong yeah, Kong, uh, man. They don't. They, they yeah. They. they <laughs> I, I have a lot of respect <laughs> for the freaking uh, actors and martial yeah. artists in there doing all this crazy shit. Yeah, the Hong Kong stuntmen are the fucking world's best. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't see too many American Hollywood <laughs> stuff yeah. doing shit like that. Yeah, it's rare. There's a few like Western actors that um, worked in the Hong Kong industry, and so they they get credit. Like Gary Daniels, the uh, star of the live action Fist of the North Star. Ooh, yeah. He's yeah. in a few yeah, Hong Kong was, movies, uh... and uh, there's a few others. Uh, Richard Norton. Lots of lots of Australian people. Mm. Um, Maybe being in the same hemisphere kind of helps. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, Jackie's parents lived in Australia for a while. I don't. Oh, they might oh. still live there. I don't know. But but uh, there's some connection between him and Australia, and so he would go there, and they he shot movies there, and huh. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, a bit of a kung fu culture in Australia. Who knew? Yeah, apparently there is. Yeah, because there's usually some Australian fighters. So yeah. Was Gary Daniels Australian, or he might be? I don't. I'm not exactly sure. He, he didn't seem American, but he might be. He might be English. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh well. So you've seen Donnie Yen only in the Star Wars movie before. That's, that's the only one where I I know it was him. I maybe I'd seen something and just was just like, oh, there's just a dude there. And yeah, not really identified him or anything. But yeah, I mean, unless you saw Hong Kong movies, he's he's in Shanghai Nights, the Jackie Chan U.S. movie. Mm. But unless I don't know yeah, if he's been in any. Oh, he was in one of the Blade movies. Oh, okay. One of the sequels. So maybe if you've seen those, I I, I think I have seen. I don't know if I've seen all of them, but I've seen at least three or so. Of the Is that all they made? I don't know. I th yeah, they made three. I think I've seen three. The three. Of I them. think he's in the second one, but I don't know. Yeah. I haven't and seen those. Since yeah, it's fucking it's whenever. been so long. I you could probably tell me what character it was, and I'd just be like, Murr. yeah, I have no fucking idea. I heard, oh, <clears throat> he was in Blade, and I'm like, Blade, <laughs> what? So I guess, I guess I've seen him in that and just had no idea. <laughs> I had no fucking clue, yeah. I saw him and I had no clue, and I knew who the fuck he was. <laughs> I, I, I guess I had a, I guess I knew at the time, but I promptly forgot. I mean, maybe he's only in it for a little bit. I have no idea. Right. right. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he's, uh, he, he's, uh, I've only seen his parts <laughs> of of the Star Wars movie, mm. so I'm not sure yeah, exactly uh, how he really f 
fits into that movie. But, yeah, uh, and he was he was one of the more entertaining aspects of it. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel like his character was a little out of place just in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, because he was kind of like I mean he wasn't a Jedi, but it's like he almost might as well have been. Right, and it was kind of like well, how would that like we're in this time where like the empire is wiping out all the jedi and hunting down all the people who are not these sith lords or whatever right. it's like a, what the heck is this freaking monastery doing here with these like force <laughs> people who are like clearly <laughs> like they aren't jedi but like they, they're basically doing the same shit kind of uh, and they okay. just they're like jedi without lightsabers almost and oh, weird may, i guess they don't really like use the force per se but they're like they have that whole philosophy of okay like we're like of being on the light side of the force and being one with it. Like they're and they're clearly on that side. They're clearly like linked to the Jedi or something. It's like, yeah. why the hell hasn't like Vader come in and like busted this place down? What the freaking hell is this? <laughs> like we're at this point where it's like we're in that time of the first right. trilogy where right. it's like. Obi-Wan Kenobi's like the, the last like in one. Yoda it's like they're like the only two and they're like talking about you know you've got what is it Admiral yeah. Tarkin or whatever whoever it was telling him it's like it's like you're the last of this whole like right, religion right. Re- nobody else does it like there's the, and then there's this freaking monastery on this other planet I'm just Oops, like <laughs> we found some <laughs> yeah it was just kind of like like wait what like what is going on here whatever I mean yeah that's part of my problems with them making more <laughs> Star Wars movies. Is it's like everybody's wiped out. <laughs> How are you gonna make more? And like the 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 bad guy in the whatever the fuck the new one, not not the angry kid, but the the guy that you think is the giant <laughs> fucking oh, giant hologram man. Yeah, yeah. The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> fucking if he he's like this is dark lord teaching the kid who the fuck is this guy yeah, yeah. where the fuck did he come from <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like, you know it's like yeah, you kind of gotta wrap things in, yeah, in ways that just kind of make up some dude <laughs> it's just like ah, yeah it just kind of doesn't really work out right yeah. i mean maybe they'll rope it around and like oh shit it's luke <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i haven't seen the new one so maybe they've already done it but um yeah i haven't seen the new one yet either so that's i a, don't know it's a voyage for another day yeah but uh so it man <laughs> i just i don't know what the fuck to talk about like um did you think it was a, a quality film uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was into it. It never yeah. like hit a point where I was just like, oh, I was gonna just get on with it. Like it was never un uh, unentertaining. Yeah, it was, it you was always waiting engaging. for fights and stuff. Yeah, it was it was always engaging. It was it had a dramatic tension even when it wasn't about the the fights. It was uh, yeah, just telling a, a good story. Yeah, it's a pretty solid movie, I think. Yeah, telling uh about the 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 Japanese <clears throat> the evils of the Japanese <laughs> yeah and also kind of just throwing in that that parallel that I kind of touched on with the that you've got it does it in a variety of ways where it's doing it with uh Ip Man and uh the Japanese it's doing it with him and the the first guy he fights is kind of this angry guy and yeah yeah <clears throat> the 
<clears throat> played by F- uh, Fan Shu Wong, a.k.a. the guy who played Ricky in Story of Ricky. Oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> a bit older. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't look the same. Yeah, really, I, but I wouldn't have recognized him. him at all, no. That's him. <clears throat> but, hey, yeah. See... Now I'm going to have a problem with I, I'm like never going to be able to watch this again because I'm just going to imagine him just like, <laughs> dude, just smash his head. Just, <laughs> just shatter everyone. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, choking with his own intestines. Come on. So <laughs> like, you could beat up him, man. You're freaking Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps that he doesn't really look like him anymore. But. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's one of the great like unsung uh, actors of Hong Kong, I feel. He's in a lot of movies, and he usually plays like this lead supporting character where he's, uh, you know, is fucking awesome, but he's not necessarily the main guy. And uh, I just feel like ah, he could have been the big star. He's he's quality martial artist. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, good stuff. It's, he's the son of a big uh, Shaw Brothers star, also who who never really led a movie also <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh fan mei shang is a uh, he's in like almost every fucking shaw brothers <laughs> movie and he was kind of that same like lead supporting character in mm. a lot of movies he plays black whirlwind in the water margin movies yeah. okay um but anyway who's he's also in story of ricky he's the warden in story oh. of ricky <laughs> jeez um yeah, he's, yeah he's, uh, Hong Kong is a fairly small industry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just an island. It's not like a whole... Well, there's a there's a mainland portion of it. Oh, okay. Mainland, uh, there's part of it on the, in the bay hmm. there, and then there's outlying islands as well. Okay. But we're still talking like... It's a small area, though, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're not talking like the population of... United States, where you, no. you know, I mean, you'd no, say Hollywood, no, no. and that's really kind of a small area, but you're really drawing like the entire country's acting talent right. is migrating there to be a part of it, right? Right. And Hong Kong is, I, I'm, I'm sure there's people who go there from mainland China and wherever. There are, especially now, mm-hmm. now, <clears throat> and at that point in Ip Man as well. There's mainland people in this movie as well, but uh, especially during like the fucking 70s 80s early 90s like i mean maybe late 90s too but um it's just (laughs) small and and, like people are just in every fucking movie almost um and what i found funny was that uh since i've seen this i've seen the other ip man movies and the guy who plays the young ip man in one of the non donnie yen movies is uh one of the the guys that's with uh Fan Xu Wang, one of the like bully guys, mm. he plays Ip Man in, <laughs> in one of the spinoff movies. That's hey. so why I found that funny. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that bully guy, he's another one of those uh, like contrasting to the yeah <clears throat> to Ip Man's style and philosophy and stuff of where he's just being this violent, militaristic kind of right. uh, just I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want, whereas Ip Man and his, and perhaps speaking more to the Wing Chun style in general, is it is more just sedate and yeah, yeah. Wing Chun is about is kind of like that where it's like bringing the opponent close. It's like a close quarters sort of fighting style, and it's not 
wild. It's very controlled. You keep the arms tight and it's like you're deflecting while you're attacking and it's just very fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know a lot. I don't know enough about martial arts styles to say this, but the bully is from the north and mm-hmm. Wing Chun is a uh, in Foshan where they are is in the south kind of near Hong Kong and so there's the big distinction in Chinese martial arts is northern styles and southern styles and so I don't know but maybe northern styles are more ferocious (laughs) (laughs) or southern styles are less so I I don't know I mean I'm just or at least the style that he the bully uses maybe one of the more ferocious styles. I don't think he ever says exactly what he's practicing, but Yeah, I don't think it, it states a specific style. He's just if I knew my shit, I could identify just, it. Just see it and be like, oh, it's right. this style. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know my shit. So yeah. I cannot. Yeah. But yeah, it's kinda <laughs> like it's like the two halves of the film kind of parallel each other. Yeah. Like he's going on just being this calm passive kind of guy accepting of life and whatever just trying to live it right and then this asshole comes in from the north and just starts fucking everything up this is true and then it takes him getting kind of angry when the guy insults his son and just goes look at that stupid bragging and yeah. then he's like all right we're gonna do this now this is a, <laughs> i'm not playing with you anymore we're gonna fucking do this and, right and then the second half of the movie is him kind of living in poverty but just trying to get on with his life just get rice for his family and then these assholes come in these japanese assholes and just start fucking everybody up and then it takes him getting insulted by this yeah and he just goes you just shot that guy you fucking asshole like we're fucking doing this now and then then he yeah uh, i didn't consider that it kind of it kind of like just shows it in these different situations of how to how it then applies in a broader situation right and the stakes are are raised with the japanese because they're you know oppressing and killing and yeah you know undermining the their 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 chinese nature you know they're trying to like you know control them and then it kind of when he finds the one brother that, yeah, that he gives the tin can to. Then it's like it's really kind of just ties that together. Where he's like, "Why are you beating the shit out of other Chinese people? Right, Why are you yeah. robbing us? This like, true, yeah. it's like beat the shit out. Like, what are you doing? Like, we've got these freaking foreign invaders. Why are you fu- like? Yeah, wh- don't fuck with us. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? You're you're going in the wrong direction. Why are you just take them out? They're the ass. They're the guys that have brought you to this situation it's, yeah right. yeah it's a, a lot of good tense scenes in there like that where it's uh, it's very serious it's it's not I and mean, it is fun martial arts but it's also like it's yeah it's, very seriously it's not like a comedy or right. anything like that uh, for sure yeah, it's it's definitely got a a serious uh story to it very dramatic yeah it's a martial arts drama yeah intense right 
we walked in. I was like, I'm going to fight 10 people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's like, going to take 10 people for me to get rid of all this a- anger right now. <laughs> 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 Bring them on. <laughs> also, with the, the, the halves of the movie, you also have him, because he has money, so he doesn't have to get a job and everything, he has the the uh, the ability to just sit around and practice his martial arts and basically keep it to himself. Right. Like right. he has opportunities to teach, but he says, ah, "I don't want to teach. I'm not. I'm not into teaching." Yeah, just yeah. It's fucking, just kind of his own thing. Yeah, like I'm, it's a personal thing. I'm gonna do my fucking wooden dummy, and you know, smoke my cigarettes, and you know, I don't know chillax right (laughs) and then it gets to that point where now he's poor and he doesn't like he wants to help people but he doesn't know what to do and he says to his wife like i'm fucking useless like i have all this knowledge but i'm useless like what good is it doing yeah but if he teaches people (laughs) right right kind of becomes that then finding it yeah a practical out- outlet for it. Right. Mm-hmm. If he teaches people, then mm-hmm. he's not useless. He's powerful and he can pass that on and that's the mm-hmm. the cycle of martial arts. It's like if if you're a master and you keep it to yourself, then it dies with you. Right. And yeah. the whole cuz kung fu is all about its lineage about mm-hmm. like like a martial artist theoretically if you're within a certain uh like if i took wing chun in this there's a studio in town that teaches wing chun and if you go to their website they say i'm this guy and i learned from this guy who learned from this guy and they can trace it all the way the back up and Mm -hmm. it's like their lineage and, and it's it's there's people who like studied under Wong Fei Hung's lineage, um, and so it's very important because when it dies, it dies. All of that knowledge, yeah, it's passing that hard won knowledge down right. to the, to other people who can add to it with their own hard won knowledge and and build upon it and and stuff like that. You know, because yeah. that's how we got all the branches of martial arts. Right, is because right. at some point. Somebody was just like, well, I got tiger style and I got crane style. Why don't I make tiger crane style? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then suddenly you have a new style. Right, and then you get you... a new thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's about, you know, he's got to teach to move on. They don't go too hard into that as like a major theme. I've, I, it, right. It's important to me <clears throat> because... Um, it's kind of like I don't know. It's like a thing that I think about, <laughs> one of those things, right. and it's it's like the theme that comes up in a lot of Shaw Brothers movies that I've been watching recently. So it's like mm. it jumped out at me this time. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> they're gonna do the the training is important thing. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely one of the things in there. It, it didn't really go beyond that. Yeah. his own personal revelation of I. I'm not doing anything with this knowledge. Right. It's not helping anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, he starts teaching and then, and and then it does start helping people. Right. And at that point he's suddenly not useless. And right. And to, 
extrapolate it out from that moment. I don't know if that's actually when he started teaching people is like in this low point during the war. He right. may have started teaching people way before that. I don't know in right. real life. That, that's that, what I, I mean by like, I'm curious how much of this was dramatized, how much of yeah. this follows. Uh, yeah. it's, it's things like that, not so much the war. And right. Like, like, it's, like, it's <laughs> like, oh, did he really see this other guy get shot in a tournament and drive him to... Yeah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's like, how much of this is really drawing from actual events and how much I is just I feel like the 10 Japanese people might be a real thing. I feel like I've, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean I <laughs> There's can... something about that that feels like uh oh, I've heard that story before, but I don't know if it's just yeah. my brain saying you've heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> the last time you saw this movie. All right, yeah, <laughs> maybe know? it's yeah. just some remnant of that, I don't know. But um anyway, the the Wing Chun is one of the most popular martial arts in the whole entire earth. <laughs> it's one of the biggest things, like, and you can trace that back directly to Ip Man teaching the people that he taught, specifically Bruce Lee, mm -hmm. who then went on to be a star that people adore. And then he created his own style, Jeet Kune Do, from things that he learned in all of these martial arts that he knows, like right, so. Wing Chun being one of them. And so, like, directly because, the because Ip Man made the decision, like, yes, I'm going to teach people. He didn't know it at the time, but he actually is, like, <laughs> opened the floodgates for Wing Chun to be, like, taught all around the world and becoming very popular right. so you, you he thought he was powerless but in turn <laughs> he became very powerful yeah his legacy yes became it lives on yeah and maybe one day it will become a wuxia <laughs> maybe <laughs> we can hope yeah because there, there was because you're mentioning uh bruce lee kind of coming up with jaekwondo as his own thing and it was kind of like because when i was watching i was like yeah this doesn't like strike me as bruce lee style it's not like, yeah, no when, bruce lee is his own thing yeah bruce lee learned a bunch of martial arts different things he learned like wing chun and others various uh chinese martial arts he he knew like jujitsu and probably some judo yeah i don't know taekwondo stuff like that but then the the basic principle of jeet kune do the Bruce Lee style is like distilling all of that knowledge down into one style and not being limited by mm -hmm. like any one style. And I don't, again, know enough about it to really like talk about it, but uh, it's, he's, there's like a purity to the styles that was always kind of kept in martial arts mm -hmm. and like people would mix them and then create a new style. But Bruce Lee wasn't about that so much. Like his style is no style, <laughs> so to speak, like right, use just, what is effective in the moment. Yeah. Just have it all there. So you can right. use any of it as the case may. Yeah. Like, like, 
in order to be a musician that improvises, you can't just pick up a guitar and start improvising. You have to know all your scales and your fucking music theory and all this shit. You have to have all of that foundational knowledge to mm-hmm. then just jump in and improvise. And so in the same way, uh, martial arts uh, is the same kind of thing or mm-hmm. it, within Bruce Lee's teaching, mm-hmm. which is a very popular. Yes. Because uh, Chi- traditional Chinese martial arts is like you don't even learn punches or kicks or nothing for like the first few years all you're doing is stances Hmm. and and doing uh working on like balance and stance and foot like placing (laughs) i don't know just like real base level shit and you always see it in kung fu movies where they're like i don't know what am i doing (laughs) i want to learn to fight yeah like wax on wax on. yeah in this yeah in a similar way it's like that and a lot of kung fu movies like it takes that from older stuff you know like shaw brothers movies or whatever it's kind of weird that kind of hits uh i've seen this in some like western fantasy kind of stories uh, yeah where there's like the wizard who the the young wizard guy he just doesn't have the patience to to learn he, he doesn't want to go and read this entire right. life he just wants to cast like this big earth-shaking spell right freaking now <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> and, the same thing yeah. and he he turns into like he always that guy always turns into the crazy evil guy who right. just wants the power and he doesn't want to yeah like you kind of get that with like vader and yeah. like the dark side i was just gonna like, say stuff that yeah. like that so it's uh it's I've I I don't know if it's part of the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell put together, but I feel like that yeah, idea is one of those like fundamental human like storytelling things that's just going to come up yeah, in a lot of things. Yeah, I think uh, I think with Star Wars, it's maybe uh, Lucas recognizing that similarity between those two very different things and kind of blurring that right. into a, that martial arts with the. the fantasy yeah yeah thing. yeah that's kind of what star wars was was just like this congregation of all these common it was things. for sure i don't know how much he was influenced by martial arts movies but i know he was influenced by samurai stuff which is theoretically a martial arts movie i don't yeah, think of it, them that way but yeah they're kind of i that is one thing that this film is kind of because it ties so much into japanese invasion of china so yeah. it made me think like oh what what, what is like the because there's got to be like this japanese martial arts cinema as well yeah and, there's karate movies with sunny chiba and stuff yeah so it kind of made me think like what kind of stories are the japanese cinema telling about yeah. this kind of stuff oh, I maybe got, not this specific era of history but, i got yeah. the uh the the famous uh sunny cheaper movies or the street fighter Ooh, <laughs> i have the the trilogy box set so if you want to yeah <laughs> get down on that sometime yeah would like to get down on that sometime he also has movies that are like really over the top there's a um oh fuck karate bullfighter <laughs> where he fights a bull and karate and the sequel and i could have these flip-flops but i don't remember but anyway karate bear fighter oh. where he fights a bear i don't know if he actually fights an actual bear or if it's a guy in a bear suit i don't know uh, either way that sounds I, entertaining <laughs> either way yeah it's definitely and, something and i want to see maybe the third movie is is like 
stock market fighter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bear and bull. <laughs> uh, Wall Street fighter. That's funny. <laughs> Take down the fucking fat cats. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, just like be this 80s action movie where it's like the big corporations, the big evil asshole Man. as always. And. I'm yeah, I'm Sonny down. Chiba bust in. I'm down. Beat up some corporate executives. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta watch some Shokazuki movies too. Uh, fucking ninja movies. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of. Oh man, I, I got. There's uh, gotta be a lot of good ninja movies out there. Yeah, and Shokazuki is the fucking the ninja of ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man. Yeah, I got yeah, Pray for Death. That one's pretty dope. Yeah, because that's kind of what I've. I'm kind of wondering, like, where, like, the Japanese martial arts skews more towards, like, samurai stuff, ninja stuff, Definitely karate s- stuff. Yeah, like, samurai, karate, ninja. Because there's a, all these weird different branches yeah. in Japan. And I'm sure China has just as many that yeah. branch out. But, like, there's, it just seems like there's completely different elements to ninja and samurai and karate. That, For sure, like, yeah. It, it splits, it seems to split more deeply than... Yeah. Kung Fu styles. Yeah, for sure. There's like a whole aesthetic thing that goes around with samurais and ninjas. Karate is the most like obviously like a Chinese martial arts. Right, right. Kind of just punch and kick and stuff. Right. I'm sure there's weapons styles as well. too. That's another thing with Wing Chun. It has... A couple of weapon styles, one of which being the long pole, which you mm-hmm. see right. Donnie and uh, use in the when they're fighting in the, the cotton mill or whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looked like feathers though, but I don't know what it be feather mill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was cotton. Okay, I kept which, thinking it was like, what is this cotton? It looks like feathers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were saying it was cotton. Okay. I don't but remember. it's like unrefined or yeah, whatever, whatever okay. the heck you do with cotton to turn it into actual thread. Oh, okay. Yeah. So don't it's still ask like me. the puff balls they just pulled off the plant, yeah. I think, at that point. They're just huh. running it through that big grater spinning thing. Yeah. I assume either to clear the seeds out and just purify it or actually string it out so that it's not a big puff ball. I don't know. That's I don't know, but your cotton production yeah, is not my expertise. It's not your, <laughs> well, uh, that's good because <clears throat> I called here today <laughs> a cotton expert. <laughs> no, some guy just walks in. <laughs> like, let's introduce him. I'm here to explain the cotton gin. <laughs> Please welcome John Perkins, cotton expert. <laughs> He's going to be uh, weaving a shirt for us here today. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly just become an NPR show. (laughs) And, uh, well, how's it going, John? (laughs) Weaving that cotton very nicely. Uh, All right. Yeah, but, you know, I was thinking there's... That that bully guy who goes around, he's challenging all the the various yeah. martial arts schools. And at first, I kind of thought this was like at first I thought he was a Japanese guy. Like I okay, it was good because I know there's that whole karate versus kung there is fu. there is. 
thing. And so I thought, oh, this is some guy from Japan coming in to mess with things. They're like, no, he's from the north. It's like it's this. I was like, oh, okay. And then the Japanese come in with the World War Two stuff. And right. I was like, oh, okay. So, but it was making me think because that's that's something that I see a lot in referenced in anime and stuff is a guy who will just go around and challenge other dojos of yeah and be like my martial arts are better than yours and just go around and just conquering all these so that was a very familiar theme okay from my japanese experience of of (laughs) japanese storytelling yeah and so i was kind of like oh that's interesting it definitely shows up in martial arts movies like the the rivalry between schools is right. very much a big thing um yeah i mean that's it's kind of all over the place yeah because like I've, uh i'm pretty sure there was one yeah there's a bit in, in ron mahaf that deals with that yeah there's there's, there's the big rivaling fat schools dude and comes in and he's like well there's specifically some dude who just goes around and he he beats the crap out of the, whoever runs whatever school and yeah. he conquers that school and then he steals their sign. Okay. And so it's like I've conquered your school. He takes their sign and just walks off with it because he's this. <laughs> and so he's he's got like this big rope of like all these signs oh, wow, that he's cool. like he's using it as a weapon when he's fighting. Oh, Ron that's cool. I like, like that. So I'm not sure when that is, and somewhere in the Ron Mav series, that yeah. guy shows up, and huh. it's kind of weird because he kind of looks retarded. He's like this kind of like big dopey eyed guy, and they're just oh, like, weird. it's like, oh, what's, who's this asshole? And then he's like, oh crap, he's actually good. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the sign is usually a thing, but it usually gets broken. Yeah, like they beat up the master, break the sign, and then uh, leave. And then, you know, like one student will remain and be like, what the fuck did you do? What happened to you, master? And he's like, oh, it was the fucking Japanese guy, you know, at whatever the fuck school. And then right, they, right. you know, then the rest of the movie is training to kick that guy's ass or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I noticed that in this movie, they zoom in on the signs a lot when yeah. the guys got defeated. It would like zoom in on this right, sign. Right. I was like, and I was like, oh, there's something important going on. They're going to do. And then they were like, oh, no, it's just, there's the school sign. It's like, just, oh, okay. yeah. And <laughs> just referencing that, I guess. Did they subtitle it <clears throat> on the Blu ray? No, no. Okay. Because they didn't subtitle it on Netflix. And I'm used to that. And I just, that's fine. I would prefer it if they did subtitle it. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I you generally like to know the school name because it's either cool or it's uh, adds something. So, right, you know, right. you know, like oh, okay, this guy was, yeah, it was like, a, practicing this was a little moment of being spoiled by anime, which translates. Yeah, like, I know freaking everything. <laughs> there was one shot in this movie where where there was a sign at the top and then there was writing like on the pillars and this guy was walking out of the building and i thought and i was like man if this was an anime there'd be fucking <laughs> subtitles on everything yeah be, there'd just be a wall of words everywhere but uh it's a hong kong movie so you didn't get shit <laughs> yeah there, there were a couple of moments where it was like it seemed to be drawing attention to some text or something yeah. i was like oh i i don't know what that says no well damn i guess i just don't know <laughs> every once in a while they'll they'll <clears throat> on shaw brothers movies they usually will translate signs but uh most of the time yeah you don't get shit that's <laughs> just your loss learn chinese <laughs> yeah. 
it's unfortunate because yeah you know just subtitle it. i just like i mean if you're already subtitling the movie yeah you know you, you can read chinese i would assume you, you would hope so just throw another subtitle in. how how much yeah much time does that take from what I've heard, it's actually, at least with DVDs, it's a real pain in the ass that DVD subtitling... It's hard like to the, do subtitling, but yeah. what I'm saying is that if you're already doing subtitling, <laughs> how much harder is it to add one subtitle for a sign or two? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know about <clears throat> fucking crazy-ass anime subtitling. Right, because that's... There was, <laughs> that's got to be... There was one I was watching the other day, and it was... Like it, they they go to the, <clears throat> they're just going to school. Yeah. And so it's just like here's the schools the and so they tran they translate that they put a subtitle and they angle at the subtitle so that it's like the same angle and direction as the I've sign seen on that. The, and yeah. It's just like, wow, that like wait, wait a minute, like not just a little subtitle at the bottom. They actually put it up in the corner yeah, and that's, it's that's... slanted to match the oh, slant wow. of the sign. Even and slanted, Jesus. It was like, dang, what, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> like. <laughs> It's crazy. These people. I mean, subtitling is not cheap. Usually, I've seen. Uh, um, there's a label that's like run by one guy, and he's real uh, open about how much shit costs. And he, he says, for a movie to get subtitling done, it's about a thousand dollars. But if you're doing that kind of high level, fucking, you're slanting little words and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, got to be more expensive. It's yeah, not just straight I imagine so. Oh, yeah. Like it's, so yeah, they kind of they go all, all the out. stops. Yeah, and I mean, are there? There must be a pretty a large enough fan base that's supporting the releases of yeah. anime. There's got to be. Why don't they should like Hong Kong movies too? <laughs> Come on, get on board, guys! It's like help out the Hong Kong industry. Yeah. It, need, it needs better subtitling talent. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it maybe it's a thing of uh, people know Japanese more than they know Chinese. Yeah, maybe there's and so there's you know, easier to find translators or something. Maybe I don't know. I, don't know. But I feel like that's not a translation issue. Yeah, because. If you're like if you're translating Ip Man, you you know Chinese. You, right, you know, right. You, you're already you've already conquered that step. So I right. feel like it's like a like a budgetary or programming kind of thing where they're just not their times right. crunch or something where they're just yeah. I mean, they might it might be a thing of well, that wouldn't be. I was just thinking like the theatrical subs maybe they don't subtitle it and then the dvds are just like whatever the fuck they did on the theatrical we can just take whatever they did there and then you know because there's uh do you know what ocr is um no i don't know what it stands for anymore but it's basically the computer can read letters like it can identify the shape oh, okay. of letters that aren't text and then turn them into text oh, okay and so you can do that for subtitles and then it will then make a subtitles file relatively quickly mm -hmm. so they might do something like that and then it's like if it's not subbed on the theatrical then they're like fuck it we're not adding shit <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get right. i Maybe. don't know I don't know.
And maybe they're working from a script and they're translating the script. Yeah, maybe. But not looking at what, and it's just, then they, they get that translation and just sync it up to the, yeah. the dialogue, but don't worry about the actual text on screen doesn't get <laughs> addressed at all. Right, right. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be something like that. It's got to be something like that. Come back next week for more Silver Emulsion speculation. Yeah, speculation. <laughs> how do people do things we don't know yes. how to do? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> How'd you like the uh, fights in particular, like the choreography and stuff? Um, yeah, they were they were a lot of fun. Thought they were solid. They were, yeah, they were pretty good. There was. Some moments where I maybe wasn't following it super clear, but yeah, this movie is more modern and more westernized than yeah. the the traditional Hong Kong film. It's because it is two thousand eight, so right, lots of close ups, um, medium. You know, this like you don't just get wide yeah, shots yeah. of people performing so much. Yeah, there's unfortunately a, a lot more of a cutting and yeah, more editing and stuff and, like that. Yeah, it's not bad. But it, I can definitely see, like, I, there there were moments where in, like, Drunken Master, I was not feeling like I was not seeing what he was doing. Yeah. No, like, it's Holy lot, shit, yeah. he did something awesome. <laughs> and this was more just like, oh, it's exciting. Stuff's happening. Right. There were, there were moments where I was just like, okay, I didn't really catch that part. But, yeah. One, it's fast, too. Yeah. Like, and it's with the cutting and everything. It's kind of hard to tell what the fuck is going on sometimes. Yeah. But. Well, uh, for the most part. Uh, it was pretty good. It was solid. It was fun. Yeah. In terms of modern movies, this is one of the better ones that I've seen. Um, choreography by the, uh, the the wonderful Sammo Hung. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that in the, in the opening credits. I was like, oh, Sammo Hung. Like, I didn't yeah. expect him to be involved in this. I, I think of him like as an older like, oh, 70s. Era. No, like, I know man. he's still doing stuff, but it's just... Sammo Hung is one of the pillars of Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, he's and uh, he's he's still going strong, I guess. Yeah, he does more choreography than anything else at this point, and uh, he does multiple movies a year, and uh, he's yeah he's busy as hell. <laughs> a good portion of 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 Hong Kong movies are uh, choreographed by him still. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, that. I don't. I shouldn't say a good portion of all Hong Kong movies. He does at least probably four or five a year, at least, mm-hmm. which is a lot. But yeah. by Hong Kong standards, you know, like back in the day, he probably did like, like fifteen a year or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> plus directing like two movies or more. You know, he was yeah. he was a lot more active back then. But yeah. it was also twenty something, <laughs> right, <laughs> or thirty something by then. I don't know. But, yeah. Saw his name was like, hey, it's Sammo Hung. Yeah, good old Sammo. He's uh, one of the greats. Yeah, so I'm curious if he did choreography for the sequels, or was it just this one? Or, uh, he or pr- I'm pretty sure he does choreography on the second one. He's in the second one. Oh, okay. He fights Donnie Yen, hmm. uh, which is one of the, the great fights of that movie. One of, probably my favorite moment of the movie. Hmm. Yeah. What else is there to say? Yeah, anything else? What else happened? Um, um, worth talking about? I don't know. I had the K 
kind of had the the general who was uh, this badass guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Uh, he kind of had this kind of honor to him of. Uh, he wanted it to be all about the martial arts and yeah he 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 was he was a practitioner he 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 didn't want them to be brutally murdered but he was also an asshole <laughs> <laughs> who was staging these fucked up fights for food yeah, yeah for like a bit of rice it wasn't even that much yeah just a little bag But he did have some on. <laughs> yeah, he kind of he he was about like the martial arts being just their own thing. Right, you, right. You don't fuck with the tournament. It's yeah, a, it's, yeah. it's a, like this sacred thing. It's a sacred you're, thing. You're in the ring. You're fighting properly. And yeah. You don't, you don't fuck with that. That's yeah. That, you, was, that was important to him. Who the fuck? Yeah, you don't bring a gun to the tournament. <laughs> like, fucking and then the wild guy is just like shooting people yeah asshole they're all assholes (laughs) (laughs) the japanese yeah it's like but you know he had this kind of i like that was like pull that gun out again just like puts it to the guy you pull this gun out again in a tournament you're gonna fucking get it and and it happened i kind of i was at the end there i was kind of thinking like oh is that general guy gonna like stop the other guy from yeah from shooting is he gonna be like doing something that it like didn't quite turn out that way but it was still like this kind of fun little call back to it of uh coming back around and yeah like oh you pull that gun out <laughs> next time you pull that gun out you're gonna get fucked up and indeed he did so a lot of people get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people who <laughs> get the shit beat out of them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, we feel I feel kind of like we're tapped yeah, out. Yeah, and I think we kind of hit it all. It's it's a uh, it's a dope movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's a lot of see fun. See it. It's uh, um I remember thinking when I first saw this that it's a movie that non-martial arts fans could appreciate because it's kind of like it's a good movie right, in the parts right. that aren't fighting, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, even when it's not an being just a martial arts battle, right. it's still kind of gripping and is telling a story and getting you invested in the characters. Yeah, and I think it I, I still think that's true. Yeah. I would agree with myself from years before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd, I would say that uh, for people who uh, who don't want to go back to the, the cheesy old 70s era. Oh, let, let's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> I know there's not a lot of people that would. But yeah, but this, w- this would be a good martial arts movie for people who are, are stuck in the modern era of cinema. And can't, yeah. Can't take the older stuff That's seriously. For as sure. Art. For sure. <clears throat> kind of gives you that martial arts feel while still being kind of modern. And yeah, yeah. Did you notice the wire work? Um, not really, no. I didn't. It did not jump out at me as wire work. I mean, there's, there's, there must have been stuff in. I guess when you like kick somebody and they go flying across the room or something. Well, that for sure. But there's like things where people are 
um, like one of the fighters, the guy who gets shot in the tournament, in that tournament fight before he gets shot, there's a part in the fight where he gets like kicked back and he fucking puts his hand out and like and stops the <laughs> I'm like stop <laughs> he stops the his downward momentum with his one hand and then right. springs back up yeah there was some <laughs> stuff like that in a few fights too yeah yeah so like all that stuff is wire work but it's mm-hmm. all it's modern era so it's uh wire removed mm. so it's just it kind of like there's a weird quality to it it looks kind of uh cg but it's it's just wire work and so mm-hmm. it's i don't know i know i was wondering if you picked up on any of that or no, I didn't. you were just that was a little that was a little over my head yeah you were just uh, locked in yeah I, I was i was into the movie yeah Okay, well, I'm, I'm not. I'm solid. not at that level of martial arts understanding where I <laughs> <laughs> can catch those kind of things. Right. Well, it's a wire work thing too. Like it's a, it's a, just a, a. Uh, it has a look, mm-hmm. and once you identify that look, it will become clear, like very yeah. clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, there were there were a couple. I think in that last fight between Ip Man and the general is like he kind of got knocked down and would like bounce back up yeah similar kind yeah of yeah there's that one part where he and I don't know if it's wire work on this part but he is gonna fall off he like it gets right, kicked right. and he's gonna fall off and then he like catches himself with his leg on the other guy's leg yeah <laughs> that's fucking dope I don't remember how he gets out of that but yeah, it turned into some like close in grappling yeah, thing, and that's just dope. Swung around, yeah. That was a that was a fun fun match. There. Yeah, it's a good good movie. Lots of fights, lots of varied shit in it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Again, <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a, so uh, a good time was had by all. Yeah, by by all. In, in, Especially the guy with the broken leg. Who, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's yeah, he's um, you know, the, poor the, guy. The other guy, he just pummeled in the face like twenty times. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he's fast with those punches. Yeah, there's parts where it's like he's doing the punches and he's faster than the fucking frame rate, so it's like <laughs> kind of stuttering. And I was just just like kind of amazed by it. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, he's so that was, fast, that was and that's like actually Donnie Yen. He's just like fucking just that good. good. Yeah. yeah, like he's one of these people that started training when he was a little tiny kid, mm, right. and like his mom is a a master in martial arts, and she has a school um, teaching people. So like he was just he's just been learning since he was a little kid, and right. and then. Uh, he started acting in the like mid '80s, early to mid '80s, like '84, '85, hmm. um, and he just kind of existed in this sort of like second tier actor. Even though he's amazing in all of his movies, he right. never really got like top fucking stardom because of like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, all these other guys were always top level and then he was just always like kind of stuck in this second rung but then when they went to they all went to America 
and then it left this void that then Donnie Yen filled and then with this movie he was already like a big star he had gotten a couple of other really popular movies um that kind of like set him up but this movie it man like Exploded that it that there. made sure that he was the fucking star for that era and now continues to be the star of hong kong in yeah. terms of martial arts like yeah. it's uh and that's like what led to him being in fucking star wars because right he became kind of like a known quantity because these movies even over here were popular mm-hmm. like the last the third one got a theatrical release in the u.s oh wow (laughs) so um shocker yeah and it it it's one of these things where they release a chinese movie for a week (laughs) but Ip man 3 was so popular that it stayed in theaters for like a couple of months oh wow so uh it just you know one of these oh extended engagement <laughs> <laughs> and it was here it was here in eugene for like at least two or three weeks okay. i did not see it obviously but yeah i was happy to see that people were going yeah uh, i'm gonna have to watch the second one we, we, we should do the second one at some point because i feel like i might like it more now yeah be a little more accepting of its yeah existence because i'm because watching this one and then i remember all the stuff that's not in this one and it's like oh that must have been all in the second one well that shit's good (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember that second movie being that good though but but man it has all this stuff that i enjoyed that has stuck with me all these years i'm gonna have to watch it yeah all right anything else Nah, I think I'm done. We're done. I'm done. Yeah. Well then, uh, yeah. Good movie. Check it out if it's uh, if you haven't already. Yeah, and if you have, watch it again. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's worth watching again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. Adios. See ya. <laughs>